0: But born of God, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Out of his fullness, we have received grace in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. But the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. Light. As we gather to celebrate Christmas, light is on display everywhere. From the lights we wrap around our trees, like those you'd see here in this room, to those we hang outside our homes. Or to the elaborate light displays that we pack our families into our cars to go and drive to see. Why? Because the light is beautiful. And as we look at lights at Christmas, we can be left with a feeling of warmth and awe. And while we celebrate with light, the reality of our world is that we can't live without it. See, we need lights. We need the warmth and the heat and the light that comes from the sun. We need the life that the light gives to the world around us. And we need it to see. Now I recognize for all of us, this has been a hard year. 2020 has been a year of constant disruptions, changes, at times fear, and much uncertainty. Now as a result... 2020 has felt like a year filled with darkness. And we want that to change. We want the light. So here's a key question for all of us here tonight. What if that hope that we're longing for, or that joy, or that that beauty, that certainty, that light, what if it has been waiting for us all along? We just haven't noticed it yet, or or perhaps paid attention to it recently. See, what if everything we know and experience about light has another purpose? See, what if the light we experience in the world is a concrete, physical example of a greater spiritual reality? See, what if these little lights at Christmas give us a picture of the greater light the light of the world. And what if we need this light too, to to see things clearly, or, or for life? And in seeing it, we too celebrate, because it's both wonderful and beautiful. See, what if this light is who we've been missing? See, if this is true, If this light is so necessary, there's a really important question that we must ask. Who is this light? Now, to answer this, John brings us all the way back to the very beginning of the story of it all. To the beginning of the world. To meet the creator of the universe. And in John 1, 1 through 5, which we just read a moment ago, We find a God who communicates. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word, the one who fully communicates with us, the heart of God the Father, was there before the world began, creating the world. See, and what we hear in these first few verses of John give us dramatic hints about who this God is which, is, which is fully revealed by Jesus as we continue to read on in the book of John. And we discover that this creator, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit God, which we see, is love. And out of an overflow of that love shared by the Father, Son, and Spirit, God creates the world for us to share in the abundance of that love, in a relationship of love and trust with Jesus. We find in God that this love is a shining and brilliant love, and that the overflowing life and love is communicated and revealed to us by the Son, by Jesus. In him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. And just like light gives life, the same is true of Jesus. The light of the world. Yet the story goes on, which, which leads to Christmas, which we celebrate here tonight. See, God created the world as it should be, a place of of joy and overflowing love. And yet, this isn't the world that Jesus enters. See, instead, he enters a world full of brokenness and pain, of conflict and, and selfishness, a world of darkness. See, this is the world we live in. And in verse 5 of John, we see this reality on display. We see Jesus, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So the question is what happened? Why do we have a world of darkness? And here's here's the blunt reality of it all we rejected the light. We rejected God himself. See, Adam and Eve, the first of humanity, and the ones who were all like by nature of being their descendants, they bought into the lie of Satan, that God, he's not really good. See, we bought into the lie that he's withholding good from you. you. You can't trust him. You should have the right to decide for yourself what is right, and what is fair, and what is best. And so Adam and Eve is an outward action that revealed the deeper sin issue that had happened in their hearts. Adam and Eve took the fruit in the Garden of Eden that God had told them not to eat, and they did. And they replaced loving and trusting God with loving and trusting themselves. And in doing so, they rejected the one who loved them best. They rejected the light. They claimed the right for themselves to play God, deciding what is right and fair and best for themselves, and turned their love inward on themselves. In that moment, sin entered the world. And the relationship with God... And even their relationship with each other was shattered. No longer would they love others freely and selflessly because they didn't want to. And as a result, they ran from God and they ran from each other, looking to themselves to make their life work. See, this is the power of sin In us. See, this is our world, a world that has rejected loving and trusting God and replaced it with loving and trusting ourselves. It's a world of deep rooted selfishness and self centered love. And this is why our world is the way it is filled with hurts and pain and broken relationships. We are a world so lost in self-centered love and selfishness that we cannot save ourselves. It is a world of darkness. But yet, but yet the story doesn't end there. See, the true light, the God who loves us even though we rejected him, he pursues us and is born into the world. Jesus is born, God in the flesh. And it's a monumental, life-redefining moment that is what we celebrate here tonight. It's Christmas. In the words of John 1.9, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. And so at Christmas, we celebrate With light to honor and remember the true light, Jesus, who was born of a virgin and who came in the world into the world out of love to save us from our own sinfulness. Now, as we read in Luke 2, this moment it looks different than what we would expect. And we see this moment being celebrated by angels, singing and praising God because the light has come into the world. And again, we celebrate that tonight. And as we close our time later tonight, we will sing Silent Night. And as we do, we're going to celebrate with God the Father and remember that our Savior, Jesus was born in the world for us. And tonight, in in this song, we will include candles with light. The reminder that the true light has entered the world. The one who gives life. But remember what else light does? Light reveals things. But, But here's a question. What happens if we don't want things to be revealed? Or, or what happens maybe if we're distracted by other things? See, picture for a moment a family with young kids. Mom and dad, Mom or dad, they've been away off during the day, maybe they're off at work, and, and they're coming home now. How will the kids respond? If they see their parent out of love, they're going to get excited. And they might even run up to them and give them a hug and start asking them to join them in playing. But what if they're distracted? Maybe they've gotten sucked into playing with their toys. remember young kids here. Or maybe they're watching a TV show. They might not even be aware that mom and dad has been there with them all along. And they're genuinely surprised when they finally realize that they're there. Or what about this? What if they know they're doing something wrong? See, the last thing that they would want is for their parent to walk into the house or or into their room at that moment because when they do, the, the young kid knows that they'll be caught and they were enjoying what they were doing. See, the true light, Jesus, came into the world and just like that picture of a parent coming home the world responds it says this: "He was in the world, and the world was made through him, but the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Jesus enters the world. And the same response that Adam and Eve had when God pursued them in the garden after sin had entered the world, it happens again. We ran away. Why? John three nineteen through 21 reveals that we run because we love the darkness or because we're afraid to run to the light. See, we don't want to give up playing God in our life. We still want that right to decide what's right and fair for ourselves. We want to be the god of our lives. But the question is, where has running from the light of the world, the one who is life, where has that gotten us? Now here's the great news. We don't have to run away. See, the great reveal, the great surprise of Christmas is that God ran to us. He was born out of love to bring us back out of the darkness and into a new love and a life with Him. See, Jesus, out of love, pursues us even to the point of death, dying on a cross in our place for our sin. And if we respond to Him, if we give up the right to play God, in our life. And we give that to Jesus. God offers us in Jesus the love, the hope, the joy, the certainty that we've been searching for. Now this offer of hope and joy, it's not a promise that we're going to have an easy life. It's not a promise that we won't catch a virus. And it's not not an offer that we won't still have issues in our life. Where there is still some Deep rooted selfishness, that sin nature at work in us, it's still normal. But what it is, what this promise is, is so much better. And it's this that we can experience the life, the light, the joy that is found in knowing and being loved by God as a part of His family, as His child. And the results, a delight in him, a certainty, a hope that changes our lives as we keep our eyes on him and as he walks with us in everything that life throws our way. Jesus is the light. He is the one who penetrates our hearts and like the light reveals our brokenness and sin, not to shame us, not to condemn us, but to heal us. So here's the final question tonight. How will you respond? And maybe you're here tonight and you, you haven't given up trying to be God in your own life and surrendered that right to Jesus. And if you haven't, understand, God's offer still stands. He's a good father who loves you and wants to be with you for all eternity, starting today. But we also need to recognize this. Ignoring him or running from him is also a response, just like we saw. So I would invite you, if that's you tonight, run to Jesus tonight. And I would love to talk with you about what that looks like after this this time. But but what about us who have already given up this right to Jesus? How will we respond? And and I think while it looks different for us, the answer is still the same. Run to Jesus. Now, maybe we've been in a place over the last few weeks or, or months where we've been distracted by a lot of other things. It might be the shifting circumstances of life. It might be the good things that you can do now that you never had time to do before. It might even be doing some of the God stuff. Yet, is Jesus still the aim and the focus? Is he the light of our life? If not, talk to him about what might be holding you back and run to him tonight. But maybe you're in a different place. Maybe he is your center focus right now. Now, in a moment, we're going to end our time with more singing. And I invite you, if this is you, respond like the angels of Luke 2. Let's delight in the light of the world tonight. And I invite here the, the worship team to come forward and let's, let's sing from the heart. Let's worship him as we head into our own Christmas celebrations tonight. Let Jesus' life and light shine through us in our actions, our attitudes, and even our motives this Christmas. Now, in our second song in the set tonight, we're going to end by singing Silent Night. And I would ask you, as you are here, we have a candlelight service for this one for that last song. And remember the light, which is Jesus. As we sing, let's rejoice because of the goodness and the love of God, as we remember Jesus being born into the world. Let's sing.